Welcome back to Mishnayomi. Today we're moving right along in the Sechta Shabbos, Perik Tes, Mishnahay, and Mishnavav. And we are back to our regular scheduled programming, discussing different items and what is the smallest amount, the minimum amount that one can carry out, that we consider the item to have a chashivas, an importance, and thus won't be liable for itself for carrying on Shabbos. How much wood? is the amount that is considered chashiv, it's, it has significance, to cook something that's easily cooked, as we discussed previously, that would be an egg. Tavlin ketil tavl beitzakala. And the amount of spices one needs to carry out is the amount of spices to season something that doesn't need a lot of seasoning. And the assumption here as well is a chicken egg, which is already very tasty. When starfin zeh And various different spices will join together in order to... Uh, make one liable if they carry them outside because sometimes people put salt and pepper in an egg, etc. Klipe goes to Klipe Ramonim Istis Upua Kadelitz Boa. Behan Bege Katan Besavcha. Nut husks, pomegranate peels, woad and madder. Woad and madder are different um are different types of um plants which are used for dye. One woad makes a bluish dye and madder makes a red dye. But all these things in this that we just listed, the pomegranate pills, nut husks, etc., were used to make dye. It's enough dye to produce to put a small cloth on top of a woman's headdress. I mean, that was someone wouldn't if that's small enough but significant enough that someone would go through the effort, the tircha, to produce dye for that item. Similarly, the minimum amount of urine, alum, soap, salt word, and ashlag, all these are are used for cleaning agents. They that as well, the smallest amount what someone would go through in order to process these to make these into cleaning agents would be enough to uh, cl- to clean this piece of cloth on top of the woman's headdress and therefore won't be liable to carry it on Shabbos. Actually, it's a smaller amount, enough to put on a stain, that in order to determine if a stain is blood or a dye, so if you use any of these uh, previous mentioned previously mentioned uh, substances. If it were to remove the stain, then you know it's blood. If it does not remove it, then you know it's much stronger, and therefore it's dye. Next, Mishnah, Pilpelas Kolshu. The following Mishnah is going to discuss items where there is no minimum size, as in even the Kolshu, a smallest amount of these, is considered Chashev, and therefore it has one would be liable to carry it outside. Pilpelas, this is peppercorn, but not the regular peppercorn. The Tferis Yisrael points out that the regular peppercorn, that would that's the, we found the previous Mishnah, the uh, pe- peppercorn. This one is a, a certain type that someone used for bad breath, and therefore even the smallest amount was one would be liable for. Itron kolshu. The amount of itron is well. We discussed this earlier in uh, the second parak, and that's the um, and that's something used for healing a headache. Mini some mini matoches kolshein. Sweet smelling spices that were produced to produce an aroma. So even the smallest amount of it, a minuscule amount, were produced an aroma. So it has chashivas or metal. The assumption is any metal, even the tiniest amount, can be used to poke something to make a, a, as a needle, and therefore won't be liable. Avni mizbeach off from mizbeach. What about stones that came off the mizbeach, the altar, or dust from the altar? 
or the the decaying remains of uh, scrolls, or the decaying remains of the wrappings of the Torah scrolls, all these, even the smallest amount, want to be liable. Why? Because ordinarily, people take even the smallest amount of these items, such as a piece from the Mizbeach, or a piece from the Torah, and when they're decaying, or they fall off, so then they bury them, which gives it a cheshivas. And they don't sell it on eBay, which was happening a few years ago with the stones from the Kotel. Okay. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, even one who takes the smallest amount of something from an idol would be liable for carrying. Why? Because the Pasuk tells us that you should not cling to your hand anything from that which is banned, seeming to imply anything, even the smallest amount. Now, that means that even the smallest amount of idols won't be liable. The Rav the, over here points out, the Rav Bartanur points out, also if you remove an idol from a house, you're doing a tikkun godol for that house. A tikkun godol, you're doing a great thing. You're fixing the house. You're get, removing this, uh, this, 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 um, this blasphemy uh, from the house. I'm not sure what he means by that. Does he mean there should be some sort of rabbanon of tikkun, the same way we say there's tikkun when someone goes to the mikvah, for instance. It's as if you're fixing yourself or you're fixing a kli. I'm not sure what he means by that because he leaves it at that. But be it as it may, he does say that. I wish you all a wonderful day.